Hey everyone, welcome to the Floating Drift Podcast. For this episode, it'll just be me. So, buckle in, because I've got quite the episode. I think, I don't know, maybe, maybe not. (laughs) A heavy hitter. What am I talking about, you may be asking? This episode. (laughs) Okay. So, what do I think is the biggest crisis affecting humans today? And I know, I know, I know, I know, I'm going to get a bunch of people asking me all this bullshit about, oh, you don't think this is a problem, you don't think... I'm not saying that. Didn't say that at all. But what I think, or at least for me, is the most prevalent problem that I've experienced is the mental health crisis in this country and in this world. I like to pick on the United States because I think we have a lot of problems and we like to pretend we don't. But this is a problem with all human beings. Our mental health. Many people struggle with mental health. It's not just me. It's not, hey, maybe not, you know, if, you, if you're struggling with as well, it's not just you. In some way, shape, or form, we all struggle with some form of our own mental health, whether it's anxieties we place on ourselves because of what we think other people will think. Whether it's a fear, some or some depressive mindset that we're putting ourselves in as a response to all the bullshit we've been told our whole lives about ourselves and how to deal with certain situations that it's not the healthy way to deal with them. Here's the secret that no one really tells you is if you're not taught the right way to do something... You'll never know. This is a, this applies perfectly to mental health. If you are never taught, if you were never taught how to think healthily, how to take care of yourself, how to act and respond in certain situations so that you don't have this crippling anxiety or so that you don't have this depression that brings you down to whatever depths you go to in that state. And believe me, I've been I've been there. I've been to those depths. I've been on that ledge ready to end it all. But I'm here. There's only one way that I'm still here. There's only one. That is, that I've faced my mental illness. I've faced my depression. I've faced my anxiety. And when I say faced, that doesn't mean that I've just recognized it. But I've made the effort to working with it. To dealing with it. 
not fixing it. Don't think that you can fix it, that you can press it out like a bad wrinkle in a shirt. You can't. There's one thing, though, that we need to understand before we get into this whole conversation of how to deal with depression, how to deal with anxiety. Because it is very, very, very simple. It's not easy. It's very simple. But to first get there, to get there first, we must understand this. By the way, let me just interject uh, in this whole spiel. I've tried this so many times, this episode, to record this. Every single time something happens and it's gotten interrupted and I realized in the middle of it that I was trying too hard and that I just need to let it happen and let it flow. So, this is, epi this is, let me, this is, this is try 19. If I count correctly, this is this is try number 19. <sighs> so, now that that's out there, <laughs> now that you guys know that I have failed to record this, this one recording 19 times, 19 previous times, we'll, we'll now carry on. I had to get that off my chest. It's been bothering me. <laughs> so, to deal with your depression, you have to understand one thing it has to do with mindfulness and some of you may be rolling your eyes or saying oh, Jesus Christ another fucking thing about mindfulness what the fuck is mindfulness what the blue you know so let's talk about it and then we'll go into other aspects <laughs> but first let's just talk about what it is when you're mindful, you are aware of where you are in the present moment. What's going on around you, where you are. Not just geographically, but with your senses. Where you are. Now you're present. That's good. That's the first step of mindfulness is being present. Being able to achieve the ability to be present is so valuable. To be here and now. You can easily have your body here listening to this podcast, but have your consciousness, your mind in Egypt, in Rome, in Alaska. You can have it anywhere you want. You can be anywhere in the world but here. If you're just relying on your physical presence. You need to understand there are three things about you. That you have to be able to separate. Not separate, but be able to understand that there are these, these three things. First two, your mind and your body. Well, let's call it your brain and your body. I won't use the word mind because sometimes, and I, and I used it previously, but mind can get mixed between your consciousness and your brain. So we'll stick to brain and 
consciousness and leave mind out of it for right now. You have to understand you have your body and you have your brain. And then there's one more. You have you, your consciousness. And you may be saying, well, doesn't that all take place in the brain? I mean, geographically in, in us, or is, is all that thought process not happening in the brain? It is happening in the brain. But you are not your brain. Your brain is you, but... You're something else. You are your consciousness. A soul. You are a culmination of the environment that you grew up in. The people you grew up around and the situations that you were put into, you are a result of that. And unless you do anything, good or bad, to work on those things that you've adopted, those philosophies, those habits that you adopted, remind you from the age of zero, from the time you were born to around the age of seven, all that you collected about how to act, how to laugh, how to walk, was captured in that time. Those habits that were captured in that time from zero to around the age of seven those habits will stick with you for the rest of your life because that is your most impressionable time as a human being whatever is said around you whatever is done around you you pick up and make it your own or if you know better already, you revolt it and say no. Maybe you go from one belief to the next. But regardless, what you learn in that time when you were growing up from the ages of zero to seven, that will be carried out your whole life. That is who you are. That is what builds your personality. That is what causes you to act a certain way in different situation, situations, depending on what's going on, who's around you, all determined from those early years of your life. Now, here's where the depression comes in. If you were never taught that your mind, let's call it consciousness, <laughs> so there's no confusion. Your consciousness, you have your consciousness, your body, and your brain. If you have those three things and you understand those three things, then this concept's going to be very easy for you. If you're able to separate those, then pain becomes a lot more laughable and a lot easier to let go. But if you're growing up and you aren't taught how to face yourself and your feelings, then you never will. And your only reaction will be to turn away, to be numb. It's the easiest thing to do. It's the easiest 
and most unhealthiest thing we can do. If you want to live a long, healthy life, being numb is not the answer. It never is. It never should have been. Unfortunately, the culture, though, that we grew up in teaches us to be numb. The culture that I grew up in and many of my other male friends grew up in, and I, I speak from the male perspective because I don't have a perspective from the way that a woman may see things, but I know as a human being, and say as a man, that you're taught that in hard situations to prevail you must be numb. To pain, you must be numb. So you don't even feel. You don't allow yourself to understand your feelings. To dive into why you respond away, why you feel this way. Because you're taught that feeling... will cause you to drag to not be as successful so you don't even give it a chance you don't give yourself a chance to be alone to learn from yourself and then you get this constant cycle that you're going through that you want to get better but you can and then sometimes you just feel so shitty that you don't want to feel better It's just this on and on cycle. And if you keep playing with that enough and you don't do anything about it, soon you'll, well, you will be clinically ill. And not much longer you'll be dead. If you keep playing with it and you don't do anything about it, keep playing with that feeling of depression, soon enough you won't be able to play anymore. There will be no back and forth. There will be no step in and out of the door. It'll be now you're locked out. Good luck. Because we get so far down these rabbit holes of this is the way I'm going to live and anything else feels un feels too uncomfortable. So this is it. It's worked this it's worked this far, it worked for my parents, and this is how it'll work for me. But it's not working. It never has worked. You have to understand that there are only two ways that we as humans can suffer. Through the brain, through what we think, through our body all the pain that comes to you in your mind you don't control that you know it doesn't you don't control the pain that comes to your body if you get shot you, you don't you can't control that bullet from hitting you if there's nothing else stopping it it's going to hit you if it's coming at you it'll hit you and you'll feel it Stopping the world 
you can't do it. But changing your perception, your outlook on the world, you can do it. If you understand that you, your consciousness, your being, your soul, whatever you want to call it, if you can understand that that is not your mind, then we can begin to understand how to beat depression, how to beat any other feeling that comes to you. Anything other, any other thought processes, anything that comes into your mind, you can let go. You're not incapable of feeling these immense, these just so, this, it almost seems like you can't word it, but these feelings of, of, of such happiness and joy, you're not unable to feel that. If you're able to make yourself depressed, you are in the same way able to make yourself happy. I know. <sighs> that sounds so stupid. <laughs> that if you can do one, then you can do the other. And I'm not saying this to diminish your experience, to take away value from your hard times, or to short you on what you've been through. telling this because it's the truth or at least it's my truth it's the philosophy that I've adopted that has gotten me through my depression and I don't say that I've gotten over it because it's something that I still have to deal with and practice and work on But I know that it is all in my head. It's all in my brain. I can't control my brain. If you think you can control your brain, try this for me. Try this for me. Sit in your room. Lights off. Don't pick up your phone if you need to. Put your phone outside. Put all your computer. Anything that can cause disruption to you leave it be alone with yourself for one hour watch where your mind goes don't force it don't stop anything don't try to create anything just sit back and watch you'll understand you are not your brain your brain will go on thinking and doing what it will but you're not your brain. Now, if you were, if you're going to try this at the end of it, just know. Once you have made that distinction, you've begun the first step of really understanding what it means to be mindful. To be mindful is not force your mind to do anything but to understand who you are to 
to understand what makes you anxious, what makes you depressed. Because it is all inside you. Your environment will never truly change. No matter where you live, no matter how different it looks, you always have your goods and you always have your bads. You always have your sunny days and you always have your rainy days. Now obviously, there are going to be some of you that says, well, it doesn't rain in so-and-so place. and Alright, well, you'll have good and bad days. <laughs> but how you perceive those good and bad days, how you address those good and bad days, that's what can change. Understand that at any moment, if you've practiced mindfulness, you'll understand that you can let it go. Let the thoughts go. Let the anger go. Let the anxiety go. That at any moment, you can understand that at any moment you are able and this takes practice and it takes training you will be able to pull yourself out of those situations out of those ways of thinking this is all we learn in therapy this is all you learn in therapy they don't say it this way they don't word it this way they don't try to explain that you are not your brain and you are not your body, that it's all separate. But they, they do the same things that I'm telling you to practice. To be aware of when you're entering these situations. Have I ever been, I've never been to a therapist. And I don't like saying never. But I have not, in my time being here on this earth, been to a therapist that has not worked with me on being in the present moment taking myself out of the problems that I've been through, out of the problems that I think I'll go through, because the truth is, that's not the present. You may feel like it's the present because you're feeling so anxious about it, but that's not the present. You're not there now. Your mind is there now. You don't have to be there. Though. Being there is your choice. And I'm going to say that again, because it is a hard thing to accept and hard for us to understand that it's that simple, but it is your choice. Now your ability to be able to make that choice, make that decision to pull yourself out of that mindset, that takes practice, that takes time, that takes guidance it's not something that'll one day come to you you can't one day beat your depression you can't one day blah 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 just because it'll happen it takes work it takes practice don't force it don't tell yourself you're trying to fix yourself let yourself be 
let it flow all of those negative thoughts when they come to you let them go as they came quick instant with no luggage those thoughts came and just like they came they can go and just like you're sad you can be happy if you have the ability the energy to be absolutely in a trench and depressed because of your mind because of the way you know and I keep on saying mind and it's re it's really a habit for me because when I say mind I'm I think of brain but then sometimes I want to think of it as consciousness I just I'm so used to grouping them together and it, it's this it's this this habit and I and I do need to overcome it so please forgive me But when you can, when you can separate yourself, when you can understand that it's that simple, that if you can put all that energy into being sad, that you can put that same energy into being happy. You're just putting it in the wrong place. Like I said, it's simple. It's very simple, guys. Everything that you've learned is causing you whether unconscious or not, to make the decisions that you're making to for your brain to react the way it's reacting, but you, at any point, can make the decision to change that because it is all in your head. And... This isn't to, you know... This isn't to say that what you've been through, again, is not dreadful or the worst thing a human can imagine because I believe it. I've been there. I understand. I've been there. There's something different when you've been there, when you understand it. I, I, I've felt that. And I can tell you That it's just, it's a thought. It could come, it can go. But if you're mindful enough, if you're able to call yourself out and be real with yourself, and not hide and run to weed, run to psychedelics, run to cigarettes, run to, to drinking, run to an escape, if you can sit with yourself, understand that here you are, this is you. Now. This is you. Here and now. And that. You are separate. From your body. And from your brain. Then you will be able to start. Separating. Yourself. From those. Times of harsh anxiety or crippling depression or any other pain that you are going through this applies let me 
finish this up by saying this. Depression is not mm. Depression is not very complicated to understand how to fix. Once you understand that it's in your head and you are not your head and that you can let those thoughts leave as quickly as they came, the more and more you practice this, the better you'll get with it. The more times you practice being mindful, the better you will get. Once you understand that, you won't cure your depression, but you'll be better with dealing with it. It's like anything else in life and with, with the world. The pain doesn't go away, but your ability to deal with the pain gets better. Your ability to address those habits, those unhealthy ways of thinking, those unhealthy train of thoughts, you get better with dealing with those, addressing them head on, and continuing to work through them day to day. This is what I've found. In all of my years of depression and going to therapists and everything, it took about 10 minutes to learn this concept for me. Not to, I'm not saying in 10 minutes I cured my depression, but it, in the time that I went to my therapy sessions, I could have watched that video probably three to four times. Because it is so simple. It's not as complicated as it may seem. It's not. It's simple. That feeling of depression is natural. Is it good? No. But it's coming from within you, from within your brain, based on how you were taught to deal with things. Whether you taught yourself because it kept you safe or what other people taught you or told you. That's why you were like that. But it is a choice. Make that mindful choice, the conscious choice, to understand that that's not a healthy way of living. This constant mm, putting depression and anxiety on this pedestal as it's as if it's a cool badge of honor that we live in in our society like we reward those people who are depressed we reward the people saying oh ha, me too i'm depressed too it's like that's fucked up why why would you laugh about also being depressed that's fucking terrible if your mindset is wrong then the way that you perceive your life will inherently be wrong. The way that you perceive yourself. If you think, if you perceive this life as sucking, as pain, 
you only desire somewhere else. You only desire another life. You only desire heaven. Something that is other. If you can create, though, that heaven in yourself, you'll start to be here more, be present more, and enjoy this life more. You can have heaven here, now. But you have to make the choice. Find those who will help you and who want to also get through this. Hopefully, this has helped. Hopefully, this has helped explain something. <laughs> I hope I've helped explain something. My outlook and understanding of depression is that I understand that my consciousness is different than my brain. And if I can put enough energy into being depressed, then I can for damn sure put that same amount of energy into being happy. Because if you're, health, if you're happy, I'm not saying you have to only experience happiness, but if you're happy through your day-to-day -day life, you are most likely living healthy and you're pleasant to yourself and others this isn't you it never has been you but you are here now and you understand the difference I hope if not let me know we can talk about it some more Make this life your heaven. Make your time here your heaven. Don't allow yourself to subscribe to the belief that we have to be numb to keep going. Because if you continue to be numb and not understand who you are and not be mindful about where you are in your existence and on this earth that life's not gonna last much longer to end this podcast to end this episode not the podcast hopefully this podcast will keep going <laughs> but to conclude this episode I'll finish with this one time there was a bishop this is early 20th century uh I believe it was early i think it was early. yeah early 20th century there was a bishop that for his whole life he'd always wanted to go to india he was always interested with mystics and yogis that he had heard about in india and after his time of serving the church the bishop had retired and he decided finally at the age of around 60 he would go visit india give it a try so he goes to this village and he says, I want to meet a, I want to meet a yogi, a mystic. Where can I find one? And so they point him up to this mountain and willing, the bishop climbs to where they were pointing and comes across this yogi, this mystic. And 
I don't want you to think this is some parable out of some book that I'm talking This is 20th century, rather recently. And so the bishop goes to him and says, Through all of my years in the church, I've always had one question. The question I wanted to ask you. What is life? Hmm. What is life? At the age of 60, after all those years... Serving his God, serving the church, this bishop asks this yogi, this mystic, what is life? What's, what is it? What is this thing that we are all in? And the yogi closed his eyes and he said, life is like the scent of jasmine on the spring breeze. And as he said this, a tear fell from his eyes because of the immense amount of bliss that he was experiencing as he felt this in that moment. And the bishop seemed so confused, and he said, Our popes always told us that life is like a thorn. I mean, even the book, Jesus bears this crown of thorns. If you build your entire understanding of life around this, that life is a thorn, that we constantly have to try and escape it and escape our own doings, and there were, we will never be able to here on earth in our current existence achieve what is there ahead of us in heaven, then why the fuck would you ever want to be on earth? Because goddamn, if that's all this life has to offer me, a goddamn thorn in my side, then I think I'm going to pluck it out. But, if you look at life as sweet jasmine and spring air, a cool breeze, if that's how you see life, then your heaven can be here. Make your heaven here. Once you do that, I think you'll be alright. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the podcast tonight. Hopefully everything uh, made sense for you and went well for you. As I said, I've gone through this myself. This is the philosophies and beliefs that I've taken up that have guided me and helped me get through it. Hopefully this will help you get through whatever your problems going that you're going through. <laughs> whatever stresses you're going through, whatever the people around you are going through. Send this. Spread it. If it helps you, maybe it'll help someone else. It's really the only reason I made this. I speak to myself enough. This isn't for me to talk about it. Uh, you know, I, I want other people to, to know this. To try it. Try and experience life as that. Try and be mindful and try and understand that you are not your mind. You're not your body. You're that space between. Be at peace. Just be. Don't force it, just be. 
Hope everyone has a uh, great rest of the night, day, year, week, who knows. I don't know how long it's going to take me to make the next episode until I talk to you guys or whatever. Who knows? But, you know, stay healthy, stay happy, and uh, I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.